Welcome back to The Good Life, everybody. My name is Jake Locke, co-host of the podcast. And my name is Austin Hartman, the other co-host. Welcome, Welcome to, to The, the good, good Life. everybody welcome back to episode five of the good life today we got our good friend caleb keezer caleb is a 21 year old real estate investor uh, we've known caleb for quite some time now for me personally i think i met caleb my junior year of high school so we've known each other for a little bit now caleb's a good friend of mine we've, we've done a lot of fun stuff together so yeah absolutely uh caleb if you wanted to uh, touch on what y you do, what you're doing, and uh, how life's just going for you. Yeah, so I uh, work for my dad right now, and I also invest in real estate. I have five rentals right now. Um, so my day-to-day -day life gets kind of crazy sometimes working, and then also doing real estate on the side. So that's uh, what we got going on right now. I just bought a house, so trying to get that working yeah, and rolling. Yeah, that's, right that's good. Uh your dad's in real estate investing industry as well, right? Yeah, he's yeah, he's he knee is. deep, and he is. so that's what most yeah <laughs> yeah right. That's what uh most of your work with him involves is fixing up homes. Yes, yeah, So he owns uh quite a bit of quite a few apartments, and uh, so I do all the maintenance and everything on those. And same with houses, he owns quite a few, so I do all yeah. the maintenance and everything on that. Cool man. I remember one night my senior year, uh, Caleb's dad. Gave a shot him a call and he's like, "Yeah, I need you to fix a doorknob on one of the apartment places." And it was like 8 p.m. I'm like, "Are, are we for serious right now? Yeah, <laughs> are we about themselves out? Had to go drill out their lock and put in the new." And Caleb put in a whole lock and acted like he does this every day. And that's why Pretty I knew much. like this man's different. Pretty much. Yeah, and then when when did you and uh, Caleb meet? I think it was probably what sophomore year. When you joined the Hawks, uh, so it'd be Caleb. It'd be Caleb. So Caleb joined. You were, you were a senior. Yeah, a oh senior. yeah, I was a senior. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it would have been my senior year, his sophomore. So yeah, that, yeah so. that was a fun year. Yeah, it was. That was a good time. That was a good time. Yeah, yeah. So um, I we're going to ask you. You know, you already sort of addressed this, but how how you got started in real estate investing obviously is from your dad. Has your dad always done it, or did he do something beforehand and then hop into it, or? Yeah. So he uh his family he had a family company with uh his siblings and his dad over in ohio um they were in the motor motorsports assembly and uh about when he was 40 he decided he wanted to get into real estate so he went and bought a complex and got started from there and just kind of never looked back kind of quit his job and just kept kept rolling on a real yeah. estate so he's done that and then uh, i got my start when i was 18 i went and bought a house um and just kept trying to go from there it took me about a year to recover from that and buy another one but yeah after that it started rolling a little bit yeah it's cool man how long's he been in been doing this you said 40 how long's it been now oh he's 48 so about eight, eight years. years wow that's great yeah. that's awesome yeah that's i remember when caleb bought his first house is when we played for benton bucks uh, he came in the sure. practice one day and you're like yeah i bought a house i'm like huh <laughs> <laughs> i'm like that's crazy but yeah that's super good for you um what do you what do you like about real estate investing so far and helping your dad with uh, him as well i've enjoyed after like you get it up and started you can just sit back and do nothing to it or if you want to do everything you can do everything it's kind of a mixture of whatever you want to do mm -hmm. so it's really nice you can kind of do it from wherever in the world as long as you have basically your phone you can always make calls to have somebody come fix something calls to fix whatever so it's nice that way you can still make a lot of money off it really easy and it's a really smart and safe investment 
So what have you found more um, beneficial to yourself, flipping the houses or keeping them as a passive income and renting them out? Um, that's normally I like to keep them. It's uh, it's better in the long term to keep them, but um, I have done a flip, and so that is um, quick cash, which is nice to keep your long terms coming so it just kind of depends on what you're looking for because you can make a really good living flipping really easily i say easily i mean there's a lot of work and it's hard but you can make a lot more money faster by flipping than doing rentals but rentals are just there every year just passive income absolutely you you just recently flipped a home correct yes yeah how was that experience how long did it take if you uh, don't mind sharing how much you make buying to closing to selling uh, about three months is that it wow yeah so wow. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. Uh, for me personally, I want to get in the real estate investing world. Not quite there yet, but you know, once I buy a home for myself and myself and get settled in and everything, that's definitely me. I'm gonna put a ton of money towards that. I think there's a ton, ton of potential there. I Absolutely. mean, like you said earlier, you can work anywhere in the world and do real estate investing. You can have five homes in Florida and live in New York. That's yep. crazy. You can do it anywhere <laughs> that way. You can have somebody manage them, somebody take care of them, property yep. managers and all that. Yeah, that's stuff. where and that's where it's at. And just about, and I was going to ask you this question. So if you had a hundred thousand dollars for you, if you're to give advice to somebody, would you put a hundred thousand into one home or twenty thousand into five homes? I would. It depends what you're looking for, but twenty thousand into five homes. That's what. That's, that's my mind. That's like, my mindset like, as well. It keeps you rolling a lot faster, and then so like you can lock in everything for that right away and then you have five homes going for that you can pay off yep. or just keep refinancing and moving on and it's crazy yeah it's crazy especially with how young we are if you can if you got a hundred thousand dollars sitting around you can put that in five homes 20 years down the line that's going to appreciate well for you and it's the person's going to be paying off your debt for you yeah absolutely and it's, you know those nice those say you got put 20,000 20, on down on a hundred thousand dollar house you get you just made a hundred thousand dollars so have without having to do anything but manage the property yep manage it's awesome property, do some maintenance on it here and there and every once in a while you got big upgrades like a, a roof or something right but they pay for that over time so it's crazy it's nice yeah so it sounds like it's a lot of work how many hours do you usually work in, in a week uh right now for my dad i probably work 40 to 50 and then for myself like uh getting this new one up i just use all my free time so when i'm home off of work between four and six i just go there till six to ten or so come home go to bed so Normally, I'd say like 15 hours a week or something. I work on my, my own house, but the rest of the time is working for my dad. Nice. Yeah, that seems like it's a lot of work, but is it? do you think it's beneficial in the long run? You think Absolutely. It's worth it? That's why I'm doing it. I think it'll uh, pay off a lot um, in a couple of years here. It's, or it's already started to pay off quite a bit. So I think the more I put into it, the farther I'll go. So I'm just trying to go as far as I can. So with how the market's going right now with the houses and stuff, are you seeing any influx with that? Any problems with how high the and volatile the market has gone? Uh, it's starting to slow down quite a bit, and I feel like we are coming to, I say a crash, but I think it is going to crash quite a bit here. Here shortly, I'd say the next six months to a year, it'll start going down. So I think uh, there's going to be some great investment opportunities there. That gets me excited. I know, I know. You got to stack up that money right now, buy when everything goes bad, and be right. it's a whole nother 2008, you know, too many people or so many people got rich off the 2008 crash absolutely hey. and you can even find like now like i just found one here recently because everyone is also seeing the same crash so they're trying to sell off now so they sell off cheaper and everything so you can even get good deals now still that's awesome you just keep your eyes open they're still out there there's hard to find yeah absolutely and one thing i really like about real estate investing is that it just gives you so much financial freedom you're not working a nine to five and you know you wake up go to work go home 
you work when you want, work as much as you want. And if you work more than the nine to five, you're ultimately getting more value for yourself and your financial future. Absolutely. And it's also job security kind of, you ha- you own your own stuff, you run it all. So it's, it's hard for rentals to go down if you manage them right and buy the right homes. It's pretty simple. Exactly. You're a business owner and you're working towards your future. It's no different than having your own business. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So with that, have you done any like protection on yourself for like um, LLCs or anything like that with the houses? Yeah, I have or? An LLC. Okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, you just to protect yourself, putting it under uh, multiple. So do you see yourself opening up uh, more LLCs once you get more houses? I or? do. I do. I'll probably open up a few, um, just depending on how I go or whatever. But I'll probably keep all my houses in one, and if I get the chance to buy an apartment complex, I'd probably put that in another one. That'd be great. Let's buy an apartment complex uh, sometime, baby. Come uh, on, I two, three so. years. Let's do it. I hope so. Heck yeah, no, that'd be yeah. fun. And uh, you know, one I heard, I was listening to a Grant Cardone uh, video, and for those of you that don't know who Grant Cardone is, he's a big time real estate investor, has over four point four billion dollars worth of real estate. He was saying the difference between real estate and the stock market is that you can touch the real estate. You can touch the walls in the house. You can see where your money's going. You can see the land you own, the home you own. When you're buying in the stock market, you don't know what you're buying. It's just ma- made up. Yeah, it's just it, you don't you don't know what it is. It's just numbers. It go it could go away tomorrow. Yeah, and that's what even with uh, houses or um, apartments, even if they go down in value, you still own them. And it, it can kind of be the same way with stocks where it can go up and down, but like for the long term, real estate's just way better. That everybody way. needs a home. It goes it goes up um, a lot every year. I mean, you'll go like uh, I don't know how to explain it. Just blanked on it, but. Yeah, I mean, w- yeah, you, everybody n- needs a home. Everybody needs somewhere to live, and you're not going to see a house lose as much value as a certain stock would. Where right. you can't have like homes go up 200 percent and then the next day go down 400 percent for like crypto. You see, crypto prices oh, yeah. go crazy. Oh yeah, real estate's the safest place to put your money, and that's where I'm going to put a ton of my money in the future. So absolutely, yeah, smart. Yeah. Yep. So someone getting into the industry, what would you recommend? Like, um, if they want to get into the rental industry, you say that they should start out buying a cheap home and flipping it and then renting it out or just start at the top? And um, I mean, you can – I wouldn't say suggest starting at the top. I'd suggest it just depends on what you make yearly, though, too. If you have – obviously, you just kind of want to go with whatever you can. But start kind of cheaper and then just go for a, a little bit – of a fixer upper, I would say you can make that's where you get a lot of value is out of a fixer upper. You can buy a lot cheaper, fix it up for a lot less than you'd have to pay full price for. So you can get a good rental a lot cheaper and a lot easier that way. Just yeah. having to put in some work and some capital. But if you have it, it's nice. If you don't have the capital and have to buy um, a nicer house, then I'd go try and get an FHA loan. Either way, I'd try to probably get like an FHA loan where you can get like three and a half percent down. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. I want to reframe the question I asked you earlier. So I know uh, a lot of people they'll buy a hundred thousand dollar house, have the down payment, and everything, and then buy two hundred, and then three hundred, then four hundred. Would you recommend, like I said earlier, putting twenty into five different properties, where putting a, uh, and put a hundred and so put a hundred thousand dollar down payment on like a four hundred thousand dollar house? I would prefer the five. The more doors you have, normally the better. I mean, it is a couple more expenses, more roofs, more mm-hmm. everything that way. So it just depends. Sometimes the numbers work out better to buy the one, but. Overall speaking, normally the five is a safer bet because then even if one's not paying, you still have four to cover for that one. That's the same same way I'm thinking as well. And you know, I'm not mad at that idea, but I totally I totally agree with you on that. So yeah, yeah. yeah. 
another thing I wanted to bring up about, uh, you know, real estate investing. I mean, I have a lot of fun talking about this. I'm super passionate about it. I'm just not able to really show it because I don't have enough money. <laughs> money is <laughs> the problem. We got to get there. But yeah. there's there's so many tax benefits when it comes to the real estate. I mean, Absolutely. dudes can just write off every single thing. Cars, meals, planes, anything. Yep. You can write off pretty much anything due to uh, just expenses like you're saying just anything you can write it against as a business expense which you can pretty much do with any llc or any business if you just go start one yourself you can have big tax benefits even if you don't technically have a company yeah go start one today and i'll put like your phone bill and all that on there for like your uh, marketing company that you're saying you have you could go start an llc write off all those expenses yeah i just like yeah that's a great point i just started uh my uh, digital marketing firm called locked in digital marketing I was just playing around with looking at stuff I could write off. I could go apply to Florida right now and call it a business trip. It's unbelievable. I love this. This is a fun life. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, like, very, it's, it's very helpful. I mean, you get, I, it's crazy being a business owner or a real estate invest, investor where you're in control of your own destiny. You can, you're, you can, you're in control of your own destiny. You can do whatever you want. If you put in the work, it's going to pay out better than working any nine to five. I don't care Absolutely. what nine to five you're working. If you put in the work to be a business owner or a real estate investor, it's going to pay off and you're going to be happier for it. And you're going to live a happier life because you're doing it for you. Yeah. You're living on your time. It's yep. Nice you're not working for the man. You don't got nobody, you know, above your head telling you to do this or that. Yep, you're and the one bossing everyone around. At yep. That point. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah, exactly. And you give the opportunity to help people. You know you're a good person, and then you're able to give those other people the same opportunities and show them what you did and how to do it. So Absolutely, yeah. You yeah. can help young and upcoming investors, or you can help uh, tenants with their rentals. You can do a lot that way. I know we've had to work with quite a few tenants over the years, but it's been great to be able to help people. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's what it's all about. I'm in the life insurance industry, and they get life insurance gets a terrible rap throughout the years, but that's ultimately what it's about. It's about helping families and protecting their financial futures and futures and that goes hand in hand with real estate investing as well absolutely i know austin you're in the you're in the uh, lookout for buying a home how's that going what are you seeing give us a story or two fill us in yeah so um i was recently gonna actually purchase a house this past month um well i guess it would have been october but um going into a couple of banks and stuff like that to apply for a mortgage, um, sticking to the um, debt-free lifestyle. Um, I had no credit coming into it. So um, I was figuring, I've heard a lot of like, I've read about manual underwriting and stuff like that. So um, I was gonna expecting coming in, gonna be able to manual underwrite all my assets and stuff like that. But then um, walking in, um, they were telling me that no one really does manual underwriting anymore. It's pretty much, they just go off of your credit score. So. Um, I went to a few different mortgage companies and they pretty much all told me the same exact thing. So it was really interesting to see if like um, what the market, like it's almost like it's gotten lazy. The um, mortgage companies and the banks have gotten lazy. Like they want you to get into a uh, mortgage or whatever the, like that with them. And they wanted to do it the easiest way, which is obviously nice for them. But for someone that's wanting to start out with a debt free lifestyle, it's kind of difficult to do. Yeah, for sure. And while we're on the topic of debt, uh, that's a. Uh that's interesting because there's two different kinds of debt. There's good debt and there's bad debt. Absolutely. Good debt is like what Caleb's doing. He's buying homes. He's putting 20% down. He's having his tenants pay off his debt. He's not paying for anything. And then there's the bad debt, consumer debt, you know, credit cards, we talked about it in our first episode getting a loan on jeans, <laughs> you know, car payments, all that stupid stuff like that. And 
I every time somebody hears that, oh, well, that's always bad. That's not always bad. No, that 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 good debt. that's how that's how the super wealthy are super wealthy. They so you can leverage your money. Leverage your money, money, use other people's money, and it's crazy because we we said earlier that hundred thousand dollar house you spent twenty thousand on. Not only are you not going to pay for that other eighty thousand, guess what? It's going to go up another eighty thousand in twenty years too. Yeah. Just made $160,000, and you just put down $20,000. And you made money on it the whole way. Yep, and you used yeah. that to do it. Yep, and that's right. Yeah, so that that's, uh, you know, me and my dad, he... he 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 knows real estate. He just he, <laughs> he he's like, oh no, that's bad. <laughs> but that's no, bad. I mean that's good, man. I love debt yeah. until it comes to consumer debt. Absolutely. Do, do you have any car loans or? No, I have nothing. No nothing personal. No consumer. No. No credit cards. Nope. Dang. Dang. Nothing. I have a very I have a five hundred dollar limit on my credit card still. <laughs> Oh, there you, there you <laughs> go. Well, I mean, Claude might be spending that every night. You never know. <laughs> yeah, Sometimes. but he never said any credit cards he had. He only said one. So I only have one credit card. Wow. Okay. Nice, man. That's good. Yeah, I don't got. I I don't have a credit card yet. Need to get one built up that credit. Yeah, start yeah. building it up now. Otherwise, you're gonna run into the situation that I did. Yeah, yeah. You have to wait credit. six months. I'll be good. I'll just I'll have. Good. I'll have my dad co-sign. You just pay cash for everything. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, to the sounds of it, it might be in six months. Might be a kind of hot time to buy a house if it's gonna go yeah. down a lot. Heck yeah, baby. Let's go. That's yeah, the so stuff I like to hear. I know. I need locked in digital marketing making me a ton of money. That's right. So I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, this this has been great so far. Um, I wanted to ask you a question. I know uh, Dave Ramsey's all about for your personal home paying off the debt as quick as possible, and that's understandable. I I I don't. I'm not against that ideology, but I have a hard time. So it, let's use the example again. If it's a hundred thousand dollar house, I put twenty thousand down. I have a hard time putting more money into that when I can be putting it into rental properties and. The, even the stock market and stuff like that, where do you find the fine line of trying to pay off your house and, or putting that money into assets? So like, what I found right now is it is cheaper to normally get debt than pay for because let's say I buy a $50,000 car with cash. Mm -hmm. I could have invested. I could have paid the down payment on that car and then just went and bought a house, and the house would have paid for it. So I can just have right. uh, the loan be paid for through the house and the house be paid for by the tenant. So I can kind of double dip into that mm. so I can have as much debt that way. So I don't I don't try to pay off my houses. It's a lot cheaper right now. We found with the market going up still that um, you're never going to get the same interest rates. I have a lot no. cheaper interest rates on mine. So it's smarter for me to be able to keep my loans to not pay them off and just go find new properties. I, I completely agree with you. I would never put more money than I have to through the rental properties. I guess my question is more towards your personal home. I would not because then, once again, that's just you, I say, throwing money there instead of throwing it into another rental. I almost like to say it's dead equity. Yeah. It's not Money's not doing anything. It's just sitting there. Yeah, I mean, you can go get, like, if you paid it off, you can go get, like, a line of credit or something on your house, mm -hmm. which is also very nice because then it's basically like a big credit card. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, a absolutely. Like, I just hate the idea that my money's just sitting there. It's not working for me. Absolutely. You want every single dollar you have to work for you. Absolutely. That dollar is going to turn into $4 in 30 years. Yeah. That's crazy to think about. What if you got a million dollars? Yeah. 
That's you crazy. Can leverage like one dollar for four. Yep. So you can just. I feel like people have such a hard time understanding that one, they're told oh, all debt's bad. Where two, they're stuck in consumer debt. Yeah. So it's like, oh great, this is a whole <laughs> whole mess. It's like a it's like a you know a family that doesn't get along well. Everybody's just yelling at each other, and you don't understand what's going on. Like <laughs> you walk in the house, just chaos. Yeah. So yeah, what's your five, ten, fifteen year goals real with real estate investing? When do you plan to make the switch from helping your dad to being a hundred percent in on yourself? Um, I hope to make the switch here in the next couple, three, four, five years. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope to be as far along as I can in real estate, which is hard to tell, especially with the crash coming. I hope I can really scale it through there. Um, but I hope to have upwards of 50 properties sure. in the next five years. Um, but we'll see. That's a lot of that's a lot of scaling. Oh, that's <laughs> a lot of scaling, baby. Big dreams, baby. Big dreams. So you got to push for those. So that would be where my dreams at, kind of there. You said how much? 50? Yeah, 50. Fifty doors. Fifty doors. Yeah. Absolutely, that's great. Yeah, let's partner up. Yeah, locking lock keys or real go. estate. Let's get Austin too, baby. Yeah, that'd yeah. be fun. That'd Hartman. be that, <laughs> yeah. That, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that's the good goals to have. Um, do you currently? Well, I guess I know this, but for the audience that doesn't know, do you have a girlfriend? I do have a girlfriend of two years. Okay, very nice. Yeah, What's her nice. name? What's her name? Jasmine. Oh, nice, nice. How do you how do you make time with her? It sounds like you're always working, man. Well, I normally drag her along with me in the evenings. <laughs> oh when I'm no. Working by myself. <laughs> so it sounds like I was your girlfriend before yes. you met Jasmine. Yes. <laughs> Dragging me, fix the doorknobs and stuff. That's right. Dragging Jake, the princess passenger. Yeah. <laughs> right along with me. Yeah. What, do you have uh, plans to stay in Indiana? Where, uh, as of right now, I do want to stay in Indiana, the market here. I do enjoy the Fort Wayne market. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot better right now, but I uh, I really love Florida. So that's my dream. My yeah, dream state. Me, me as well. I tell you what, once Locked In Digital Marketing takes off, I mean, we're going. We're all going to take oh, off yeah. somewhere, baby. We're going to go, go somewhere warm. But Tennessee. So oh, with there, the there Florida influxes, though, how do you think that's going to affect the market down there for the houses? Normally, it uh, does pretty, uh, pretty big damage. I want to say when it uh, like crashes, it'll crash pretty hard out there. So you will see some really good deals there. I just know it's all a lot more pricey down there. It's a lot. Of, it's expensive down there compared to here. Here is a relatively cheap place to live and to buy, especially like most Florida places. If especially if you're buying anywhere towards the ocean, it's yeah, very yeah. It seems like it would be more of a liability almost to go to Florida if you have like a beach house or something, because you almost guarantee a tsunami or, or not a hurricane's coming around every you year. You gotta get good insurance, but the other, the upside to it is you can rent it out for a lot because it is a desirable property. It's true. If you're trying to rent it for any reason or short-term rental like Airbnb or anything, you can be very profitable with those. Yeah. Do you dwell into any Airbnb? Yeah, uh, I have two Airbnbs. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Do you see success with that? I do. Are they located? I know a lot of people do it to where. Their, their Airbnb is located close to a hospital for like traveling nurses or stuff like that. Yeah, both of mine are located next to a hospital. Perfect. We're thinking the same thing, baby. I that's know. awesome. Yeah. No, that that's great. That's that's really cool. Um, man, I think that's all I got. What you guys got? I don't think we got much more. I got nothing. We got any? Uh, what would what would be one thing that you would recommend? And then what's one thing that you wouldn't recommend for someone to do that's getting into the market? I would recommend just almost just go for it. Like a lot of people do a lot of research and they're doing all their using all their time and resources trying to research what to do. It's almost just better to just jump in and you'll figure it out when you get in there. So that's one big key thing is just getting into it. You'll figure out a whole lot when you get into it. You'll find great people that will help you out. I found a lot of amazing people that have helped me out so much. And my dad's been a big part of that. But. I've also met a lot of other people that I have no 
networking idea who they were when I first met yeah. them. So it's very nice. Uh, one thing that I wouldn't recommend that they do is probably like you were saying, go into big consumer debt. Just it's horrible for you. Just yep. and live below your means. Like if you can push back and uh, delay the gratification for a long time, it really helps you out. Because I still live at home. Uh, I probably shouldn't be living at home, but I still live at home. It's a lot cheaper, and I get to save a lot. And I kind of got my snowball rolling, and I don't want somebody to come up and kick that, which would be me moving out. So. That would be terrible. Yeah. Would yeah. Be terrible. <laughs> God bless uh, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Keezer for <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. me in there. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I'm still – so yeah, I guess we didn't address this. You're not in college. You just took the leap of yeah, no college. You're real all working. That's awesome, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little different for us being in college. You got school. I tell you what, if I didn't have school, like, <laughs> oh yeah, it'd be, <laughs> be amazing. <laughs> Drop out, guys. Yeah, I'm two and a half years through. Stick yeah, it out. Sure. Stick yeah, it yeah. over half over the halfway home. Yeah, it, it'll have. I'll have a cool piece of paper that says marketing on it. So. You also say Purdue, so it's not just it's like Fort Wayne. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's a piece of paper that it's like it's like <laughs> ca- it's like cash. Well, it'll, hey, it'll you can, you can frame wall. it. Be, yeah, yeah. Frame it. Put it above your bed or something. Something nice. I heard uh, Grant Cardone say a saying. He said, and you know how people usually say cash is king? Yeah. He said cash is trash. What do you think of that? Do you agree? Uh, I do. I mean, for the most part, I mean, you have to have cash to be able to buy stuff. So, like, in hand, cash, you need it to buy something. But overall, if you're trying to hold on to it, cash is trash because it goes always is going up and down. So, and I agree. It's another thing. It's, it's like paper. I mean, if I own a house, I, I can own the house. I can bargain stuff for it. Whatever. If I got paper, I have to have a whole lot of it to bargain for anything, if anything ever happened and anything that way. So it's... I know, and I hate to say cash is trash, but like, it kind of is. Cash, because you, It's both ways, because if you're buying, cash is king, because people love to just have cash because there's no problems with finance or anything. Yep. So it's nice to be able to do that, but same way for the buyer, it's nice to just pay cash, because then it's... Because uh, you, you could almost see you cash as a liability. Release all yours, but... Yeah, ca- cash is li- money just sitting in your bank's a liability. It's not mm-hmm. working for you. Yeah, with inflation, it's just going down. You're not making any money on it. So, I know having money sitting around. Got my money. Got to have my money working for me, yeah. man. Okay. I, I wanted to work for me, so I don't got work. Absolutely. <laughs> so I don't got to take phone calls at 9 p.m. Oh, like Santa sewer lines. <laughs> oh boy. Waterline broke or something. Yeah. Oh, heavens, the Betsy. Let's see. Yeah. This makes me not want to get into real estate. <laughs> I'm just. Nah, there's not that many of them. Do you plan on getting your uh, real estate license to sell or? I don't. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm trying to be an investor, not a. I'm not trying to work for it. Yeah, that that not trying to keep that's just another job then if I'm a realtor. I mean, you can use it to your advantage buying because then you're in there. But I found that um, realtors have really good connections. They know a lot of people. So in order, if I'm a realtor myself, I probably won't know as many people. I don't have to really go out and look for those connections. And if I have a realtor, they know a lot of them. Could you see yourself getting like uh, your own project manager almost to manage all the houses and work with yeah, all the pipelines and stuff like that? Absolutely, yes. And stuff breaks. Yeah. Okay. At what mark does that happen? Is that house 15? Is that house 20? Does it happen before that? Um, it would probably be probably like 10 to 15. Yeah, that's what I, I mean, if you're just starting out, you, it saves you a lot of money not to have it. But it also saves a whole lot of hassle having it. So. It's sort of where I'm at right now with my uh, digital marketing agency. I'm up to... 10, 11, 12 clients right now, and it's like, oh, man, this is too much for me. I need, some, yeah, I need yeah. somebody to manage this so I can focus on getting another 10 or 11, then another 10 or 11. Right. Yeah, so, right. And then after that, you got to figure out, crap, do I need another person? <laughs> then it's like, <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. I mean, it really does go hand in hand. That's awesome. Super happy for you. 
Caleb's a really good friend of mine, and yeah, we go we go way back, play basketball together, play Fortnite together, <laughs> and a lot of sleep, a lot of sleepovers, a lot of night late nights at the lake. Oh, yeah. It's a fun time. So fun. yeah, thanks for hopping on, Caleb. Uh, if you want, you can shout your Instagram, show anything. Yeah, what? just my name, Caleb Keezer. You want to spell find me on pretty much any social? You want to spell the keyser out for him because I know <laughs> it's quite controversial spelling. K e y s o r. There we go. There That's go. awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to episode five. This is a lot of fun. Austin, it's been real, man. Yeah. Another one in the bag. It's, been good, Caleb. Caleb. it's good to see you, man. Absolutely, it's good to see my boys. All right, everybody, take care. Peace. See ya.